Hey guys, this is Emily Sanchez, the Divorce Coach. I hope you're doing well today. If you're not feeling too great, if you're here watching after a divorce or a breakup, whether it's fresh or whether it's happened a long time ago and you still feel those frustrating feelings, stuck feelings, loneliness, guilt, um, betrayal, uh, there's so many emotions and whirlwinds that we go through. I say we because I've been through a divorce myself and I know how tough it can be. Today I give you five steps to getting to get feeling better now, okay? So we don't have to feel stuck. It's okay if you if it's just fresh and you are depressed. It's okay if you feel down. It's okay to cry but I don't want you to stay there. I want you to get yourself back up and you can actually do it a lot quicker than you think. So let's get to the five things. Number one, and I think it might be the most important thing, is let's get physical. Exercise, that's right. We all know it, right? And the thing about these steps and everything I'm gonna talk about is whether or not we actually apply it. So I'm really hoping that you can feel an opening or an awakening, something I say comes to you and you can actually do it and apply it. That will make the difference. So exercise. Unless you've lived in a cave your whole life, then you know the importance about exercise, getting out, being physical, getting your body in shape. We know that it does so much more than just heal ourselves and make ourselves strong physically. We know the effects that it can do emotionally, the endorphins that it releases, and the things that happen in your brain, let alone. Science, we can't get away from it. We hear it everywhere. So you know how good, good it is for you. Um, fear after a divorce is a physical thing. And I was thinking about fear and how we need to come to that fear uh, we have a lot of that emotion after a divorce or a breakup because it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of um, being lonely or it's fear of maybe not having a, a new relationship that's better. Um, there's so many things, but fear is physical. If you think about what happens to you physiologically when you experience fear, maybe your heart rate increases, maybe you, your face tingles or gets red in the cheeks, um, maybe your whole body is filled with some sort of adrenaline. So to meet that fear, to take upon that challenge, we have to be physical and strong. We have to be strong physically, if you know what I'm trying to say here. So I really feel it's important. So step two. Step two is also super important. And for me, it's something that I did wrong. It is get your support group around you. Just surround yourself with your support group, with people who know you and love you the most. Who are those people? Well, for me, it's my family and it's my close friends. I have a great family, I have great parents. Maybe your parents are not supportive, maybe you don't want to be around them. But I made the mistake of moving out of state right after my divorce and I remember just being down and thinking I've got to make a change. I have to be around my bestie, my best friend. I've got to be around her. And then I made that change very quickly 
got back down closer to my parents and, and my family and got down um, next to my best friend and that that made so much difference another type of support you want to you might want to get is a good divorce attorney um, good financial support and also if you feel like you're a basket case mentally that can happen there's no shame in getting a therapist if you feel like you've experienced some trauma that you're not getting through or where I come in, a coach, someone side by side who can help you and have some strategies to get you feeling great. So our next step is number three, do everything differently. Okay, so if there's some hobby you've always wanted to try, go pick it up. There's nobody stopping you now. Your focus needs to be focused differently so that your brain can reprogram into getting that X out of your life. Um, so maybe it's a hobby. Um, maybe you, passwords. I remember my passwords had to do with my X. So take a look at your passwords, see if we could put something in different. Um, if you were wearing a wedding ring and that is now off, replace it with something different. Replace it with a super pretty um, bracelet or another ring or if you're a guy a watch and give it a meaning look at that bracelet or ring and and make it represent your new life all positive things and all these different things that you're gonna do so the next one number four is a little bit different and I call it be still so what does be still mean I want you to go into yourself go into your body and think for a second, just take a break from whatever you're doing and ask yourself, are you okay? Think about where your legs are, think about where your hands are. Are they okay? Are your arms okay? Is your head okay? Maybe you're sitting on your bed. Your bed's comfortable. Things are okay. Are they okay? Um, like they are you as okay as you were a few months ago just in that physical state nothing else no thoughts for those of you who think that this step might be crap then you might not have experienced something super duper hard because when you're going through something where you actually have physical pain in you and your gut hurts from crying or whatever this step is super important to just go internal and to realize, guess what? I'm okay. I'm okay right here. Maybe do it three or four times throughout your day. It's just to sit without any thought, that's the key, and think, are you okay physically? Now this isn't gonna work if you're sitting in the hospital in a full body cast, but for the majority, the majority of us, just sit and think, am I okay? And usually the answer is, yeah, I'm all right, okay. So the last step is called stop fighting with reality. Now, I got this from the work of Byron Katie. She is an amazing teacher, life coach, author, and most life coaches study her work. So she talks about not fighting with reality. And when you fight with reality, that is where the pain comes. So she takes the metaphor of, uh, or the example of telling a dog, I want you to meow. I want you to meow, but the dog keeps barking. 
you're fighting with reality. Um, so some examples of fighting with the reality are our thoughts. He should have stayed with me. What's wrong with me? Why isn't he still here? Why did she cheat on me? Why did she leave me? And still going back to that, uh, those things that aren't reality and dwelling in them. So this is a lot of thought work. But I know personally that as we ask those why questions, or if we put the blame out and say the shoulds, uh, that does not lead to how to. How are you going to get through? How are you going to become better than you ever were? So just have some thought work with yourself. Every time you hear in your mind those questions, why is this happening to me? Why do I have to go through this? I'm always this. I'm always that. Just take a moment. I'm not asking you to do anything about it. I'm just asking you to take a moment and realize the thoughts. Recognize them and be aware. And then recognize this is the reality. I'm okay. So what's next? How to? Where am I going to go from here? So that's it, folks. Five steps. Let's review them. The first one was exercise. The second one was support. Get that support group. Number three, do everything differently. Number four, be still and know that you're okay. Number five, stop arguing with reality. And uh, I know that these can work. I hope that something I said struck a chord. I would love to work with you. What I do best is getting these concepts into your life, actually applying them, looking at your life, helping you and being side by side with you to make this happen. Um, we only got one life, so live it. Now you have nobody holding you back. Don't pay attention to what the ex is doing. That's his business. You focus on you. You invest in you. Okay, I hope to hear from you soon. Bye, friends.